Three Dogs North is an attempt to objectify the subjective with little violence as possible. The following has been torn from its origins in space and time and put entirely at your disposal. Are we back? We're back. Man. All right, so we're having some technical difficulties. This is why we need to recruit people to help us with the podcast. Announcements would be we are, after this, we're on our first ever official summer break, which just means that we have vacations coming up. So we're back the first week of August. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so we're doing Clubhouse today, but we'll also anything else, everything else will will not happen until August. Right. Clubhouse 3 p.m. Central. Any other announcements? Um, I don't have any. Nope. Cool. Good. Yeah, and this is uh this is a planned time away. Okay, so it's not us just being derelict of our duties. Um we're it's summer. It's summertime. Summertime. It's time to relax. Getting some vacays in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time to kick your feet up. Yeah. It seems like most of your vacay time, Connor, is either in the woods or on the water fishing somewhere. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we do that yearly fishing vacation, but the other vacation is a book club. It's going to see Scott and Nick and Tom. We're so nerdy. We're just, we're actually doing like summaries of this book, the conflict division every day. We were assigned different chapters by Blaha to, to summarize and then think of a discussion question because we've had, we've met for book club before and we, we read this big book and then we don't even talk about it. So Blaha's <laughs> like, here's what we're going to do. Give us homework, but it actually is good. You know, like all boundaries and expectations. Yeah. You have something to live up to. Yeah. End up being very helpful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. And then I'll be working at a little life team camp. Uh, there's this place up in North Georgia that during the summers they host a bunch of either middle schoolers or high schoolers. And of course, last summer, everything was kind of off. Um, they gave it a go, although they, they, they gave it a go bravely, but then I think it ended up having to shut down, but then mm. we have a couple of big life team camps and I'll go up there for a week and serve as a chaplain. And it is so fun. Oh my gosh. It's just, you know, it, and I kind of felt the same way around the focus missionaries, um, and doing those focus mission trips. It's 100% ministry all the time like straight ministry no (laughs) admin i mean it's just like in its purest form right to the veins baby (laughs) i mean you're just it's unending you know there's like 300 kids that come up every week for camp and you just get to spend time with them and you preach to them and give them talks and all these different things but then you get to go and do the obstacle course with them and um, they blobbed me. I got blobbed. They had this big lake blob and, uh, 
you're like getting blobbed by a bunch of kids. What is that blobbing? Whoa, dude. Have you seen heavyweights? I don't think I have. Or maybe they deflate it? the blob, man. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah that's throwback. Scene. That scene is brutal. The guy harpoons the blob. He's like this German <laughs> machine. And he's like, no fun. And it, from a distance, you can see him just lancing this blob like he's killing a whale. So the, the blob hey, is this. Kids uh-huh. need rules. Kids need rules, though. Like, <laughs> Kids need rules. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah. Dude, I just thought that. that art, Well, I don't know if you're going to be able to stitch it in with our. Uh, earlier conversation yeah but that tension that exists between you know if you set a rule you want to be strict on the rule but the littlest breaking of the rule like kids are so smart yeah that they they know that you're they know that's unreasonable and if you reacted on every little rule break you would go crazy and your whole relationship with your child would just be uh, telling them what they can't do, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so then that's like so unhealthy, you know? And, and so to have some leeway, and I think that that comes in this balance of saying, okay, I'm, I'm not here to babysit you or to manage your actions, but I'm here to teach you how to live. And that looks like playing, which is actually a lot of the language that, the liturgical scholars will use when they talk about the mass is like, it's actually learning how to play correctly. And so you're living in the foretaste of heaven and you're singing the song of God's love. You're learning the song of God's love so that you can actually participate in it and sing the same song. So like, mm-hmm. like you're, you're a part of it so that we can all play together. And that's what the sake of the, that's what the rules are there for the rubrics and the words. Right. Yeah. But but if you lose the spirit of it, then the rules ju- they only look like tyrannical limitations. Right. The fences set you free. Yeah, I think I was thinking, you know, trying to formulate some thoughts like I, and I don't know like if this distinction is helpful, but it's almost like um I mean, you have to they're they're in a sense learning i guess play would be one way to say it. The, the word that came to mind for me was like learning how to joke mm-hmm. um in a sense because there's i mean and there there's so many like layers even to something like that uh and this just comes from i think like watching good good parents but um you know even something like the simple act of like splashing a little bit of water you know is it something that is like testing a boundary in a way but is it is it something like playful and light and kind of like a joke which is very interesting of like watching kids learn how to do that is very fun to watch um versus like hey is this from a place of like frustration when they're like trying to they're upset and like they're trying to get in trouble or cause a reaction or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. which is just a different it's just a different thing um i don't know so there there's got to there's like more um yeah yeah just distinctions there i mean i I guess like i hadn't really thought of the jump like to the analogy of the the liturgy there of of, like the kind of communion that that is present within um the rubric rubric so there's like 
yeah, there, there can't be like scrupulosity is, you know, not probably very, um, fruitful, very, very often. Um, so there's like this freedom that certainly can be there, but, um, anyway, I, I, this all just stuff I was like mulling, mulling around. Yeah. I think there's also this time when, uh, you know, the phrase it's not, it's not cute anymore. You know, like I think part of the being there for, um, kids as they're like learning those boundaries and, um, it's play cute anymore. <laughs> like there's, there's a stage at which like you can understand this is funny to you, but you don't get why it's annoying to me. Um, so I can, I can just kind of sit and enjoy this. Okay. I'm going <clears> to <throat> be chasing this kid around, cleaning up after him. But then you get to a point and, um, you're like, you're old enough to, to know better, you know, not in a, you're old enough not to have any more fun, but like you can have fun in a way that's constructive and creative and, and creates fun experiences for other people instead of just always, um, making other people's lives hard so that you can enjoy this out of control, um, behavior, you know? So that maturation and it kind of reminds me of, I think I read somewhere that mothers have this biological instinct to know when they do baby talk with a baby to like, just be a little bit advanced of them in terms of articulation and, uh, what kind of sounds, and things they need to learn how to make like they're not purposely teaching them language but just the way the mother connects with the child psychologically pushes them along to the next stage you know they don't just keep <laughs> sometimes you see like uncles and stuff that have no idea they come up to a four-year-old and are like hello hey uh, you know and they don't, don't know how to interact <laughs> in a way that's like on their level so they just kind of sound dumb um <clears throat> But I think that's where Jordan Peterson said that don't allow your kids to do anything that makes you not like them, which I think is a, is a good, it's a very subjective way of looking at it. But um, if you notice in your, in your own gut reaction, like, okay, uh, lying or um, breaking things for breaking things sake or being mean to your sibling makes you makes those it's not that i don't like you i mean that's crass it's just that that's the kind of thing some people do that i don't like right it's distasteful and yeah if and, i don't like it you better believe there's gonna be like everybody else in the world i'm, I'm your dad and i love you and right. i don't like it <laughs> exactly so i'm not doing you any favors by indulging that yeah yeah and i don't i you know when it's all predicated on a relationship of trust and and love which I think is the ideal and at least in, in Kev's case with his kiddos, uh, thanks be to God. I, I do think that is the the context of it. And so at, but as just they, in case we can't stitch in the other thing, Mike was talking about his brother, Kevin parenting his kids and how they splash in the spl in the bathtub. Yeah. And which is against the rules. Okay. But they, but they're just so smart and so playful. And so a part of when they push the boundaries it's not 
just to break the rules, but it's, okay, dad knows the rules and I trust him. And so I want to get as close as I can to them, but, but still be in dad's good graces uh, type situation. And so like when I went up and, okay, I see, we got to get going, but I, I went up and hung out with them yesterday and we're like washing the car outside and they, you know, there's a strict rule. Like you can't go in the street cause cars can hit you. And they, they get that and they know where it comes from. But every time that they would play, it was like the street all of a sudden was this like magnetic. This, it was this hidden garden of paradise. <laughs> and they would go like toes, literally pushing the line. Yeah. Toes up to the street, you know, and they're like, I, and they're just having fun. Like they're just playing, but they, they would push it that way. Uh, and so what we would have to do is we would have to spray them with the hose. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Telling, you, you forced our hand. Yeah. Well, well, we would have to quit telling them, stay away from the street and come over. Oh, come over here and help me play with the bubbles as we wash the car. And, and so it's just a, a different way to interact with them. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, there's no shortcut to that. Right. You, you have to be totally present to it. Well, some serious finale. Or series finale. No, season finale. Whew. That was a close one. You got stuck on a loop, man. I got stuck on a loop. On the word um. All right, Rob John's got to get going. Yep, I got to peace out. Guys, see ya. Talk in August. Have a good July. Yep. No, no, we'll talk this afternoon, guys. Oh, yeah, we'll be on Clubhouse, 3 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. France. Or in the Eastern. <laughs> All, All right, right later. later. See ya. Yep. Three Dogs North are Juice, Seabisc, and Michael Metz. Conversations have been edited to sound smarter. Audio and transcripts of this episode are exclusive property of Mundelein Seminary and may not be rebroadcast without the express written consent of Major League Baseball. Good girl.